Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I am your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week, we it's going to be a short episode. I promise you it's going to be a short episode. Why? Because we are covering a book this week. I'm going to adjust my camera a little bit here. We are covering a book this week that I've already covered. I've already pretty much covered the, the story here. What we're looking at is a simplification of a story that we covered in like episode 290 something like not that long ago it wasn't a terribly long time ago within the last couple of years we covered this week's story in a book called the berenstain bears and the golden rule it was a faith-based book about the golden rule do unto others yada 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 what i set up top this week's book is a whole another. I was gonna say it's a whole another animal. It's not a whole another animal. It is exactly, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same animal. Actually, it's uh, it's uh, the Berenstain Bears. What I like about this though is it's no longer the Berenstain Bears and the Golden Rule. This is the Berenstain Bears. I don't think I've ever actually seen this happen in a book title, and if I have, it's been years. Sister Bear and the Golden Rule. Like, we don't see, like, Brother Bear and the Green-Eyed Monster or whatever. Like, we don't see Papa Bear and Mama's new job. No, like, we don't see... We don't get named the character who is the focus of that story. We just sort of... It's the Berenstain Bears. They're all affected by it. And in the original book, it was the Berenstain Bears and the Golden Rule. Not so anymore. Today, we are looking at the Berenstain Bears... Sister Bear and the Golden Rule, which I assume is just to make it a little less, like, easier to... This is a Zonderkids book, obviously. Uh, I Can Read book, level one, uh, by Stan and Jan Berenstain with Mike Berenstain. And I assume that they're calling it that because, uh, because this is based on an earlier book. Because this one came out... In 2017, uh, and the original Berenstain Bears and the Golden Rule didn't. It came out before, I believe, before, I believe, before Jan passed away. But in any case, this is just a rewrite of that. So we're not gonna we're not gonna belabor it. I already covered the history of the Golden Rule back in the day. So if you want to check that out, go find. Uh, maybe I'll post a link to it here somewhere on on like on. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'll just post a link down in the description of the of the story. Uh, I'll, I'll even post a link to it in just the main description of this. If you're on a podcast, you want to hear that one again. Tune in, because I sort of cover a little bit of the history of the concept of the Golden Rule, what it means philosophically, uh, and like also like opposite versions of the goal. Like, do unto others as you would have others do unto you has also been like implemented as do not do unto others that which you would not like others to do unto you. There's two, there's two different ways to look at it. This one's definitely starting off with our traditional golden rule, but it really does hit the second one harder. Don't treat someone the way you would not like to be treated. Treat them the way you would like to be treated. This book is also was also the introduction of one of our favorite terrifying cubs, uh, who becomes a major player in the Zonder Kids series, and then she's kind of kicked around since then. Our first 
<laughs> wow, I actually did that to myself. Our first, wow, I can't say it. Our first bebraced bear. But we'll get to her. So, the Berenstain Bears, Sister Bear, and the Golden Rule. Uh, what's it all about? Well, we start off with our little quote from Matthew 7.12. Do to others what you would have them do to you, or do unto others. This is a, he uses uh, the New International Version when he, when Mike is the he I'm referring to. Uh, we see a little shot of, of, of the Cubs, and we see Sister Bear quite clearly not having done to others as she would like them to do unto her. So what is this book about? uh, Here's a refresher. Sister Bear gets a golden locket with her name on it for her birthday. Uh, When you pop it open, uh, there's some words inside. Do to others what you would have them do to you. And this, I I don't know if you remember, this is where we find out that apparently the bears have had this like sampler over their fireplace for the entire time that they've been around that says, do to others what you would have them do to you. I believe in the original book, it was do unto others. I think it was that quote. I don't think it was this NIV translation. (laughs) I think the original book, I could be wrong though. Hit me up in the comments if I'm wrong. In any case, they apparently have this stitching sampler of of the golden rule hanging above their fireplace. And Sister's like, you know, I've seen that my whole life, but what does it even mean? And Papa says, it tells you to treat others the way you want to be treated. Mwah. Look at your locket if you need any other guidance. Now, in the original book, so the original book, which I did reread today, in the original book, they belabor this a lot more. And it's a more, it's it's far more confusing what the bears say. Like when she asks them, what does that mean? They're both just kind of like, ah, just take it to heart, you know, just follow the golden rule. And sister's like, I don't really get it. And in both versions of this story, I actually like the way each version of this story handles this. In the original, it's the the, the parents use too many words to explain to sister what the golden rule means. And in this one, they use kind of too few words because this uses all the same illustrations from the original book. It's just, it's a, it's a beginning reader. So they have massively simplified the narration and the dialogue. That's what they do when they do these rewrites. It's a lot of times they just reuse the original art and Mike goes in and just pairs down all the all the text. Uh, and, and so it, again, there's a little bit of a patronizing quality here. And that sense that you can offer your children platitudes and that's enough. And instead, what we see from this book is that just because you 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 quote a pithy saying at your child doesn't mean that they're going to A, take it to heart, or B, even know what it means. So what happens? Well, sister goes to school the next day. She's showing off her locket. Queenie McBear walks up and uh, isn't impressed by her new locket. Uh, like, she's not like mean about it, but... She doesn't, she's not blown away by it. Now, in the original story, there's a little more of an interaction with Queenie where she's a little snottier, a little meaner, uh, but Sister is still put off by this. I'm showing the kids my new locket, says Sister, and Queenie just walks away. She's like, all right. But that's fine. She has her friends. Sister has her friends. She has Lizzie, Millie, Anna, and Linda, the mysterious Linda the Cub. We never hear much about Linda. Where's her series? Where's her chapter book? I want to know more about this Linda. I think it's because Millie, Lizzie, and Anna all sound like friends of sister. Linda... I don't know. Maybe it's because, to me, Linda is like an older person's name. Like, it's a name of a person who is like a generation 
a beyond mine. So maybe that's like why my ears are itchy today. I'm scratching my ears a lot. Uh, I don't know if you can hear this online, but my ears are itchy. I think my skin is dry. Uh, Linda just seems weird. However, Sister's hanging out with her group of friends. She's not bothered by Queenie. And lo and behold, who should come to the school that day? A new cub? Why, it's Susie McGrizzy. Susie McGrizzy. If you can't see, if you're not watching this on the YouTubes, Susie McGrizzy is an, a nightmare of a cub. Not as a child, not, in, not necessarily because of the way she's supposed to be portrayed, but she's drawn with braces and glasses and pigtails. And it makes, in the way they draw her, she, she has this constant like grimace on her face. It's like Joker smile with the braces showing. And I think it's probably because her braces are probably making her, like they're probably rubbing against her lips. Do braces do that? Is that a thing? Do braces rub against your lips? I don't know. Uh, but she's, she's, has her like lips, like thoroughly from her teeth. And she's just walking down the hallway with her teeth Dared and her lips never touching and a weird smile on her face and her eyes open wide and pigtails hanging off the sides of her head and she looks like a psychotic creature walking through the hallways of their country school. And yes, I did this entire part of my podcast without losing my lips. That really hurt. That was really painful. But that's what that's what Susie McGrizzy is doing. She is walking through the hallways of Bear Country School with a permanent grimace affixed to her face. The cubs think she looks weird and they don't talk to her. In fact, she stands by herself during recess, looking sad and lonely. Sister suggests to her friends that they may want to invite Susie to play with them. And Anna and Lizzie just start making fun of her clothes and pigtails. And they're like, yeah, she'll find someone to play with eventually. So sister plays with her friend. She plays hopscotch and she's hanging out in the park and she forgets all about Susie, but she never stops thinking about her. And she doesn't want to be nice to Susie in front of her friends. But on the bus, Susie tugs at sister's arm. And when sister turns around, Susie's like, he dropped this and it's sister's brand new locket. And sister's all, oh, thanks. Susie did a good turn. And so sister gets home and her mom is like, how's everything going? And sister's like, feeling kind of bad about the way she's been treating Susie. So at dinner that night, she's like, so, so clarify for me what exactly the golden rule means. And mama says, well, you should always treat people the way you want them to treat you. And also, but here's where, here's where we get the better part of the story. So treat others the way you want to treat you. Okay, that's, that makes sense. But can we, can you, can you, that's action. What's the objective? Like if you're an actor, every actor knows that in every scene, in every line, you have an objective. What is your character trying to do? And your action is what are you doing to achieve that? So if you have the line, get out of my chair, if your objective is to frighten a person, your action would be yell. Get out of my chair. You yell at them to frighten them. But if it's to placate them, 
you might uh, want to, you know, uh, uh, say the line seductively. I don't know. Get out of my chair. So there's there's your objective and your action. Now, what we have here with the golden rule is an action. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. It's a good, actionable thing. But why? What is the point of the golden rule? And Mama clarifies it quite succinctly when she says it means we respect everyone all the time. That gives sister enough to chew on and think about Susie and all of her friends. We we respect everyone all of the time. And I really like that. That's kind of a that's kind of a, a summation of bear country in general and Mike's philosophy in general. You respect everybody, unless they give you a reason to not respect them. You start from a position of respect. And by respect, I don't mean like in awe of, or in that weird respect your elders kind of way that I think we touched on. Did we touch on respect your elders? Did we do that book? I think we did. Uh, Not in that weird respect kind of way, not in that unearned respect, but in that like, let's begin with a a basic acceptance of everyone's humanity. And go on from there. You should treat people the way you want to be treated, assuming you want to be treated with respect. And by respect, we don't mean deference. deference. She simply means just be respectful of her feelings. And part of that involves inviting her to go along with what you do. Now, if Susie ends up being a jerk or mistreats you or is a big old liar or something, fine, we'll reevaluate. But let's begin with it. Let's begin with the foundation of respect, mutual respect between the two. Also, you know that Susie has some respect for you because she returned your property. Like she saw that you had something that meant a lot to you. So she returned it to you. She showed you respect before you showed her respect. Mama doesn't say it in so many words. Why? Because the bears give give instruction, they give reasoning, and then they take action. That's the way the bears work. You, you, you don't have to oversell something if you can demonstrate it. And I believe that sister has seen her mama and papa demonstrate this time and again. Hilariously, there's a, a, a shot of brother standing in the background looking... Like wicked and smug about nothing, because I believe the part that brother is responding to uh, in this picture was cut out of the book, but the illustration stands. So sister goes to school the next day, and I do I did talk about this last time. There's this amazing two-page spread of all the cubs at play, and I love playground scenes, and I love scenes with more than a few cubs. And this one has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 cubs and a pair of cub feet. Uh, There's cubs playing hopscotch, cubs playing uh, football, cubs playing Caesar sauce, teeter saw, Caesar teats. I don't, what is it called? Cedar, teeter totter. There's cubs jumping rope and there's cubs playing a game that we, I won't say the name of what it was called when I was in school because it actually had a slur in it. Uh, hit, a, hit a kid with a ball, I guess. Too Tall has thrown a ball so hard his hat is missing. Uh, he's, he's pegging a kid with a ball. Pegging meaning throwing a ball at someone so hard that it hits them and bounces off. Also, we see some cubs playing tag, and I assume the bare feet belong to a cub on the swings. Uh, but in the background is... Uh, or in the, uh, not quite the background, but near the background, is Susie sitting under a tree reading a book. 
so Sister Bear goes up, says, hey, Susie, you want to play some hopscotch? Susie's like, swell. I love hopscotch. Susie runs, or Sister runs. Susie chases after her. Sister's golden locket was bright and shiny in the sun. Sister Bear was happy. Now, this, of course, this is a very simplified version of the story. Uh, same basic length. Uh, not, not so much going on, like, conversation-wise. But it doesn't need to. I think that this book more than more than sells the concept that it needs to sell and it does it well and it does it without belaboring the point at all. Uh, that's that's the Berenstain Bears, Sister Bear and the Golden Rule. I am all about these books, by the way. I am all about, first of all, this is a Zonder Kids book. And what does it not have at all in it? Anyone? Any mention of the Bible. There is no religion in this book, except at the very beginning, there's a Bible quote by Matthew. Otherwise, it's just it's just the golden rule. Do to others what you would like them to do to you, period. Uh, it doesn't need to bring in an appeal to authority because that's a good, solid rule, and Mike knows that. And also, Mike follows it up with, we respect everyone always. We just respect everyone. Bear Town is a land of Bear Town is a is a is a community of respect. Bear Country is a land of respect. We start there at least. Well, I mean, at least uh, at least in this part of the world, we do. I'm just now noticing that my microphone fell while I was recording. So hold on, you're going to hear a bunch of clunks and clanks. Uh, but I hope all my words got captured. So if things sounded weird for a while, you can blame me. You can blame Phil. You can blame big old Phil. You can blame Phil for that because I don't know how to do anything correctly. Um, actually, well, it looks like uh, things may have gotten a little too loud there in the mix. I'm going to have to fix all this audio, by the way. I don't know why I'm telling you this. Either you notice because it's bad or you don't notice because I fixed it. At which point, why would I tell you? But that's uh, the Berenstain Bear's Sister Bear and the Golden Rule. You can pick up a copy of it. I got mine digitally. I believe it's still available in hardback or not hardback, in like solid real book. Uh, but if you want, if you want it, go 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 out and get it. It's a good book. Uh, it's a good book for for little kids. Again, it's not even religious. You can skip that Bible quote in the beginning. Tear the page out, I guess, if you want to. But it doesn't really matter. Doesn't affect it. It's a good lesson. Approach friends with respect. It's a good book about respect. It's a good book about. It's better than respect their elders, and it's a good book about uh, how to how to how to like, deal with peers, like your peers. You are going to have kids who aren't who are weirder than you, who you think are weirdos. Turns out they're just kids. They're just individuals. Hey, guess what? That goes for adults as well. Uh, there are people who dress ways that you don't find appealing. There are people who do makeup in the ways you don't find appealing. There are people who have tattoos that you don't find appealing. People who do weird things with their piercings. People who do weird things with their teeth. People who do weird things with their facial hair. Uh, weird, 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 weird. And it doesn't affect you at all. It has nothing to do with what's on the inside of a person. People do things with their bodies and their clothes and their hair and their faces because that's it makes it makes them feel good. Because it makes them feel more like themselves, and uh, if we approach everybody with a baseline of respect, then you gotta, you, you just gotta respect that. They know what's going on up here. You don't. So you know, if you don't like a person's piercing, don't do it. Don't get it. Don't get one done. If you don't like a person's tattoos, hey, guess what? Don't don't get tattoos. 
you can still be friends with those people as long as the tattoos aren't of anything like fascist. Don't be friends with those people. Don't be friends with those people. But uh, otherwise, yeah, like if someone has pigtails and braces, definitely be friends with them. Those are good people. I can't think of one person I knew who had pigtails and braces who wasn't a good person. They walked around like this, though. Those are bad people because they are from Goosebumps and not to be trusted. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me. Sorry that this is a short episode, but I just didn't really have a whole lot to say about this book. Uh, listen to me on It's Del Toro Time with my daughter, Willow. And uh, check me out on YouTube. Check me out on Spotify. Check me out on iTunes. If you've never reviewed the show, find a place to review it and review it. Uh, if you like me, like me. If you like this video, like this video. If you don't like this video, go away. Just go away. Go far away. Nobody watches my videos anyway. I get, people do watch my videos, but like the average watch time for my videos is like a minute and a half. It's like a minute and a half, which that's a that's fair. I would if you would ask me how much do you think your average person can tolerate you, I'd say minute and a half, minute and a half. Uh, if you're in the Twin Cities area uh, on October nineteenth and November sixteenth, I will be performing at Strike Theater, doing some storytelling stuff. So if you're in the Twin Cities area and you want to see me do some storytelling, go to the Strike Theater's website. And uh, yeah, no, October nineteenth, November sixteenth. I think those are Thursday nights. If you're looking for a little Thursday night storytelling action, I'll be up there talking about who knows what, something job related, not the Berenstain Bears, unless I consider this a job, but probably not. Because uh, I'm sure not getting paid. So uh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being beautiful, respectful people. And I will see you all next time, deep in Bear Country. Stop it.